This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Welcome back to Bink at Night, Jay Binkley, Greg Nicholson. I guess spider tack is used for strongman competitions a lot. It helps you move stones. That's what it was originally invented for. Yeah, I don't know about the auto industry. I mean, I don't know about that, but I do know that uh, it helps you with stones. Yes, text line. I was roiding up in the <laughs> 90s. They're calling you Andrew Bink on there. It's fine. I like that. That's a good nickname. I'll be honest with you all. I'm not going to lie. Who's out there? I used it. You'll never hear me call hitters out. I guess it is a tad hypocritical because I call some of these pitchers out. But I enjoyed baseball then, man. It was fun. It was fun seeing moonshots. Like, I have no problem with the steroid era. Yeah, it wasn't good for their bodies. But you know what? It was fun. Didn't you grow up enjoying it? They weren't really using a ton of steroids when I was growing up. <clears throat> Mid I guess they were, but I, I wasn't conscious of it. The Royals were terrible back then. They didn't. I mean, that 36 home run record lasted all the way through the steroid era. All right, we're good. Nothing to see here. Move on. By the way, Scott Boris has chimed in. Of course. Ken Rosenthal tweets out, Scott Boris just released this statement to The Athletic. Former Major League pitcher Brandon McCarthy suggested MLB new. The clubs for years have taught pitchers to use a variety of gripping agents. No doubt. This was the custom and practice of all MLB teams. Now, that's a generalization. We don't know that all teams did that. And the commissioner's office was fully aware that their technical was ignored by them in all MLB teams. However, to completely abolish gripping agents creates a major issues. As all MLB pitchers were taught quote, by their perspective and there'll be teams control of the baseball. Listen, you won't get much argument from hitters. Like, they want you to have some kind of gripping agent. They don't want pitchers going up there just freely throwing at your head or whatever and saying, oops, because that's what they're going to do. Somebody's going to get drilled in the pile in the, in the head, and they're going to say, oh, don't have grip. Give us grip. Then baseball's going to have a problem with a bunch of dudes getting beaned, right? That Is that the next like, issue? Seems like a logical logical conclusion to this. And there's going to be more fights because more guys are going to charge them out and take care of business. You know what I'm saying? Which they have the right to do, which I know baseball frowns on that, but what the hell? Just get a good fight. I think a good baseball fight is good for business. I do. 
You may think I'm crazy, but it does bond the team. I know the text line probably didn't like it, but a good baseball fight. Come on, man. It brings people together. I don't think you're crazy at all. And no one really fights. I mean, Wall Street Journal, I remember a couple years ago, talked about like 39 bench-clearing incidents of baseball, like three actual punches thrown. Because everybody's in the hold-me-back world, right? Hold me back. Hold me back. But it does bond you, Grant, and bring you together. It always leads Sports Center. It does. It always does. Always. And Every time Twitter the, talks the bench about is it. clear. It's what, base, it's what baseball talks about. It's what they talk about. Because right now, the NFL schedule gets talked more about than Vlad Guerrero Jr., who's leading baseball in all three triple crown categories. But nobody gives a crap because he plays in a triple-A stadium and was playing at a, what, A-ball stadium? One of the best trips to Kauffman I ever had was in that 2015 year where it was like the bad boy Royals. Yeah. Where, they, where the benches cleared against the A's. Yeah. That whole oh, series. You were there with that Brett Lowry? That A's was incredible, yeah. The whole, the whole the whole controversy? Yeah, I went to like t- two or three of those games in that series. It was incredible. Oh, man, I hopped on them. will be the show, man. I was Ventura throwing it like Brett Lowry's head. You know, I jumped in and did that. They did come and wrote those behind him. You know, they had their teams back. Brett Lowry said... I didn't mean to do anything. I texted Escobar, and he said, I didn't get any text. Remember the whole back and forth? It was great. Like, that was cool because it was a rivalry in baseball. Like, the A's became a rival. And so did the Blue Jays with Batista. Helped we, me root for the Royals. I mean, it didn't help me. But the it was White like, Sox became an issue with the Royals because they were always, you know. Chris Sale went to the Royals dugout one time during the game to try to look for some from Ventura. He didn't get a piece, but that's what I always liked about Maturi. He's, he's, you know, I threw it Machado. He's like, okay, I know you're going to come out and fight me, but I'll do it anyway. I respect stuff like that. Here was Chris Jones today when he spoke, talking about what everybody's talking about, his move to the outside. So if you're going to talk about Chris Jones, let him talk about himself. What does he think about it? Um, I came in the league originally a DN. Uh, I was just, unfortunately, we had guys that um, excelled at that level when I came in as Justin Houston and D4. So, you know, um, I waited my time, and uh, thank God finally happened for me. And you know what? That's been a topic that's uh, made its rounds. Tyreek Hill has a quote that's already making its rounds on SportsCenter, Pro Football Talk, picks up some things. Thank God he said. Keep in mind, he started his last 13 games at Mississippi State inside, even though he did move outside at times. They said in his draft profile when he was getting drafted, okay, he could play right defensive end in, in a 3-4 uh, scheme, but in a 4-3, he could play left defensive end or move to the inside. Chris Jones surprised a lot of people on how damn good he was in the interior when he first started playing. But I think we're going to see him on both. Three technique, five technique. I think that's really going to be the biggest mystery of the Chiefs. Besides always worried about their defensive backs blitzing you, which they will, because that really – came to be a weapon towards the end of the season. But where Chris Jones is going to be, I think, will be a topic of discussion. They'll always call it out. They'll always look for it. Where's Chris Jones going to be? Now, he was asked also what will be the biggest difference uh, for him personally playing inside or outside. Uh, Mainly for me, it's been um, um, lining up at a tight five rather than a loose five. Uh, I've been really tight. It kind of reminds me of a three-tech. So I got to get that adjusted, and I I think I'm transitioning well. You know, it takes a little time, but I think um, it's it's been very productive during OTAs and veteran mini camp, and uh, we're going to try to transition to training camp and continue to improve. So, I mean, are we really going to see this? Like, How much are we this really going to see? Now, he asked, does he feel he can be more productive on the outside? It's hard to be more productive than what he is because, seriously, 
I mean, I put – I got to be careful because we're in Kansas City and we watch things closely. Who's the second-best interior lineman in this league behind Aaron Donald? It's Chris Jones, right? Like, he hasn't passed Aaron Donald yet, but if you had to pick, would it be Chris Jones? I mean, two or three – it's hard to argue that he's number two or number three interior pass rusher in the NFL. I mean, he's got to be in the conversation at least. He's in the conversation. At minimum. And with Jaron Reed, like, that was, would have been the nastiest interior pass rush we've seen in the AFC for certain, in the NFC. Chris Jones – uh, was asked if he can be more productive on the outside than inside. Well, me personally, I feel like I can be productive inside, outside, just wherever um, the team puts me. You know, um, <clears throat> I think um, there's more advantages on the outside because of the fact of um, you can't really double team. You can chip, but you're not really getting as many double teams as a three-tech would in this defense. So um, I'm excited about that. If he is on the outside, he will be chipped by the tight end. The tackle had the responsibility and it could at times take the running back out of the equation because he'll have to double Chris Jones, which means Frank Clark should have more open opportunities. Now, he was asked, could it be a 50-50 split inside to outside? What kind of rotation would you want to be in? Um, you know, um, I haven't really thought that far into depth about it. I've just been trying to learn the schemes of the defense and the new adjustments I got to make. But um, for me personally, I just think that, you know, whatever Spags think is best for this defense, I know him and – um, Brandon Daly will put a game plan together week by week, and some weeks it may be heavy outside or heavy inside. So whatever game plan they have for me, um, I'm bought in to uh, to execute that, and, I, and I'm comfortable with it. And he is. And this gives Spagnuolo another weapon. I mentioned Brandon Daly, defensive line coach, came over from the Patriots. Spagnuolo has a win. He'll be fine on this defensive line. It's a big reason why I think D. Ford's not here anymore. They took a look and said, hey, it doesn't really fit. Let's move on to San Francisco, which has been fine for the Chiefs, and I was 100% on board with that. After all, Tom Ali got a couple extra contracts because D. Ford wasn't ready. Chris Jones was asked about the draft pick, Joshua Kando, that came over from Florida State and adding Jaron Reed into the equation. Josh Kando uh, reminds me a lot of to know Capacio. He's very long, um, very, very good athletic ability. Uh, he's versatile. Um, I think that's a guy that in the future will be able to move around along this line. Um, once he gets his fundamentals down, um, he's a very good listener. Um, he's a student of the game. Jaron Reed, um, been merely impressed with Jaron Reed, man. His work ethic is, uh, he got a re- really, really good work ethic. Um, you know, ask a lot of questions and, you know, uh, I, I am, I'm honored to work alongside a guy like Jaron Reed, you know, with him being in the midst, I think it not only can help improve this line, but help improve his defense. Sign me up. The most under-talked-about guy in the NFL, Jordan Reed, right? Under-the-radar signing. Major bag alert coming up. Major bag alert. As my old friend used to say, Torres Paylor, the contract here is undefeated. And I get it. Jorge Soler, you can use other examples. But a lot of guys shine when there's a chance to make some big cash, which Jordan Reed is in line to do. But he's excited to be here. He's asking the questions. Now, the real question is, you buying into the 20-0 topic? This thing makes its ugly head again. The 20-0 comment, which Mahomes didn't mean. He just said what everybody says. We want to win every game. That's what you should say. But even Chris Jones and Tyreek Hill was asked that question. But here's Chris Jones buying into the 20-0. 
And, you know, um, you got to set the bar high. You got to set the bar high, especially ending the season like we did. So, you know, it's not just Pat and Tyreek. I think we're all bought into it. But, you know, it's just focus on getting 1% better every day. We come in, we get 1% better every day and transitioning to uh, to training camp. And we take it to the first game of the season. And we're going to take it one week at a time. And then we'll see how it goes. So he's learning. He's learning the, he's learning the lingo, right? One day at a time, 1% better. It's what you do, right? It's coach speak. It's Chris Jones. I like the guy. I think the guy's a stud. I think he's a real problem with people, whether he's on the inside or the outside. You know, Tyreek Hill also addressed that question and the other burning question. Not only Kelsey was asked, Tyreek Hill was as well. Like, I think the NFL has a real problem because the Chiefs, I've said they've gone from the hunted to the hunter again, which could be true in the NFC because – well, they didn't win the Super Bowl, so they're back to being the hunter. But I think they do have a bullseye on their back from teams in the AFC, and they'll find out in the first five weeks. It'll be cool because Cleveland's an issue, and Travis Kelsey did try to clarify those comments about Cleveland because I'm on his side because I do believe in the Cleveland Browns. I know Grant may or may not, but I'm firmly in that camp. It seems like more and more people on that Cleveland Browns train, you get them first game, though, it's perfect. It's perfect for the Chiefs to get them. Then you have the Ravens. Can already put game plans in, the installs, then the Buffalo Bills game five. By the way, the Chargers, everybody's darling mixed in there. Like the first five weeks of the season will tell everything. But do the Chiefs still have a bitter taste in their mouth at the Super Bowl? Explain next. Bing at night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome back to Big at Night, Chief Bankley. Grant Nicholson going back and forth with your dad on the text line about uh, you owing him. Think he agrees. I owe him. I do. I owe him big time. I'd stay away from buying a car right now, though. I may not have a choice, JB. It's like a house, man. I mean, seriously. I mean, if you can wait it out, it's ridiculous, man. I may not have a choice. You see what I know, but it's bad, man. Like, selling things is great. Buying things, not so much. You know, I looked into uh, climate-controlled storage, right? Mm-hmm. Near my place. They said right now 241 a month for, like, 10 by 15. I'm like, huh? I used to have a boat that was, like, 80 bucks a month in the early 2000s. <laughs> like, 04, 09. Yeah. We're not talking, like, centuries ago, Grant. To you, that's old, but it doesn't seem that old. 15 years, not that bad. But it was like 80 bucks a month. Now, forget about it. And I was like, why do I want to pay double of my stuff? Because that's literally what you're doing. 
And then I said, hey, if I call you in six months, what it, it could be 150, right? It's market price. It's like, I don't play that game, man. I'll just sell the crap. It is new crap. But I don't mind selling the crap. You know what I'm saying? If I can make a buck, I'll sell the crap. Picking up what you're putting down. Well, I mean, if you have like a sectional, why are you going to put it in storage? I would never. I would like, never you'll, touch you'll double the price of it. Yeah, no way. In a year. What the hell? Like, we're kind of stuck now. Have you seen lumber prices? All the prices are up. Hell, you got to wait two years to build a pool. Like when chlorine was in shortage. Not that it matters. Are you to building me. a pool, JB? I know, no. But I'm saying you got to wait like two years to build a pool. I know my aunt and uncle, when I build one, it's going to be like two more years. Like people are staying home, they're, they're buying crap, right? They're, they're building stuff. Like things are good for some people, man, but you got to pay more for it. See what I'm saying, Grant? That's why you got to fix your car. It's a four-wheel drive. It can drive. I know you got a hell of a deal on it when you got it, but you need to find a way to keep it. <laughs> you may not have a choice. Well, you may not. We'll see what the doc says. Obviously, you didn't get to... here, but the doctors are looking at it tonight. To me, you need to find a way to keep it. You, you know what four-wheel drives are going for right now? More than I want to pay. Exactly. That's why you got to keep it. That would be my preferred option as well, but it may not be on the table. The way you described it, Easy fix. <laughs> I don't know what I'm describing. Spider tack. Just spider tack it. <laughs> gorilla glue, man. It works on everything. Have you not tried using duct tape and gorilla glue? That's how I fix everything. Works or, or gorilla tape. Love it. Works like a charm, man. I just Google it. Or that or that guy at late night flex fit, right? Or flex, flex seal. tape or whatever. Flex seal, right? Ned Yost was talking about it a few years ago because they had a little problem in the. In the dugout during a game where they had rain delays and they had this delay with the pipe bursting. Keep your keep your boat watertight. You can't. I think they use Flex Seal on it. Like, I've never bought it, but I heard it works on everything, right? Try that. Go get some Flex Seal. I'll hook you up. Late night commercials, watch it. It'll be there. It's on, like, all the time. I watch all the time. I see that dude make that boat full of Flex Seal. Are you buying that, though? Flex Seal? Yeah, Did you buy works? that. At, like, the, I mean, I'm sure it probably works. I wouldn't. Would you trust going out on, on a boat, boat with it? No way. What if there's a boat full of alligators and sharks? Would you do it? I mean, if I could test it beforehand and could see how strong it is, yeah, probably. That's what you need like on your car. Like if it actually worked. I got some Gorilla Tape for you. You want to use that on your car? We don't even know what's wrong with it. I kind of have an idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I bet your dad knows. After all, he is the one that bailed your ass out. So we'll talk about that. But Kelsey talks about being the hunter now. What's the motivation after losing the Super Bowl? Um... <clears throat> I think right now everybody's more motivated now than than we were uh, before we won a Super Bowl. You know, our, our I think everybody's still got a bad taste in our mouth on how we finished the season last year. Um, and it's just, you know, that's fueling the fire. We got a lot of guys flying around right now, uh, excited to come to practice, excited to go to work and uh, and excited to try and get this thing rolling the, in the right direction early and keep it in that direction. But I think. Uh, for the most part, the mentality has always been the same, man. We're going to come, we're going to go into this season trying to win every single football game, uh, whether home or away. And uh, and with that mentality, man, the sky's the limit, man. We'll let the we'll let everything else everything else play out how it goes. I mean, with Kelsey, you're truly seeing the greatest player of all time. He gets it. I mean, his last five seasons: two thousand six hundred thirty-nine receiving yards after the catch. 400 more yards than any other tight end or wide receiver in the NFL. Only Golden Tate, who is a free agent, and he's old. And Jarvis Landry have broken more tackles. 2020, second in the NFL in receiving yardage as a tight end. 
2019, fourth in the NFL, but first in the AFC. I think people were shocked last year at his receiving. He was number one in the AFC two years ago. He's also gone five straight over 1,000 yards. Greg Olson had only gone 3,003 straight years, right? But Gronk, Tony G, Jason Witten all had four 1,000-yard seasons, right? He's got five, five in a row, and the most ever yards by a tight end. I mean, we're seeing greatness in front of him. That's why, like, stuff like Noah Gray getting drafted and him and Travis Kelsey to look up to, I'm, I'm not kidding you. What you're seeing is, I mean, we talk about Mahomes being a goat or baby goat, whatever. Travis Kelsey, like, truly is the goat. Like, they've got a couple pasture grazers on their offense. We put it that way. Andy Reid as well. Here's Travis Kelsey getting the young guys acclimated to winning. I think uh, the Brett Veach and the coaches and the, and the front office did a great job of bringing in guys that were ready to work. Um, I mean, they brought in championship-level guys, guys that have been in the playoffs, guys that have been in Super Bowls, um, guys that are just, you know, pros. And that's the that's the biggest thing is is to be able to have a culture like Coach Reed is has has kind of laid the foundation here, um, and the leaders in this in this building have laid the foundation. You hear that, Le'Veon? It makes it easy for guys that are that are professionals that, that actually want to go to work and want to win, and it means something to them to come in and, and find that that culture and and appreciate it and and, and add to it. Um, and that's the big that's that's something that I've always loved about Coach Reed. I mean, being here nine years now. Uh, you see a lot of guys come and go, you know, a lot of guys that, you know, you wish we never, we, you wish we could have never let go. Um, and you know, it's just, uh, that's the business of the NFL. So you just got to be able to every single year, kind of reboot that, 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 uh, entire chemistry, the entire team, uh, every year is a new year, you know, no matter who's in the building, no matter who you got, you got to be able to create that, that new team with, uh, with the guys that are in the building. See, I like hearing from Kelsey. I love the attitude. The winning culture, those kind of comments. I mean, it's what Tyreek says, what Patrick Mahomes says, Andy Reid. It's all about that winning culture, and this is a business. You know, it's not, okay, because you've done a great you've done a great job, we'll pay you, we'll keep you. It's not how it's done. It's not how Belichick operated. Hell, it's not even like Tony Dungy operated. You know, they get rid of you. I mean, look at Edger and James got let go, and then they draft Joseph Adai, and they win a Super Bowl. It happens. Look at Ty Law let go by the Patriots. You know, we'll use you until you're – but it's a business, and you got to keep winning. But I know the Super Bowl left a bad th- I won't even watch it again. I won't. It's on NFL Network all the time because of the Tom Brady, blah, blah, blah. I can't watch it. Can you watch it again? Like no I way. Can't. I would not want to. No way. The game was out of hand immediately. I can't watch it. The only thing it did was spark my desire for the following year, like this year. Like, I'm really excited. Not only that. Everybody gets to go to training camp. I'm having fans back. It's going to be awesome. They just came out with the memo today. Media can now interview players if they've been vaccinated. Training camp will be wide open. Stadium will be wide open. This is the year. we. This is the offseason we wanted last year. It is. It's just a year late. We're not celebrating the Super Bowl, which could have been, been a factor to the team, not having the circuit, so to speak, of being the champion like the Buccaneers are going through. You know, but this year, gives, like, fans have been holding it in, man. They've been holding in that excitement going to St. Joe. They didn't get to do it last year. Celebrate the championship. This team's been the back-to-back Super Bowls. This team is worthy of celebrating. It's fun to watch them. Tyreek Hill was asked the same question today, getting that Super Bowl taste out of your mouth. I mean, me me personally, man, I mean, I can't speak for no one else on this team, but I, like, it's like they said, like, 
we still got that taste in our mouth, um, that bad sour taste, and we want to get back to what we got. But I mean, for me personally, man, it's the my, it's the same mindset every every year. You know, come out and um, help this team any way I can. You know, whether that's making plays, whether that's mentoring, whatever the case may be. You know, I'm I'm just here for the team. You know, so I mean, obviously, I want to win. I want to I want to I want to have the stats. I want to do this. But whatever the team need, dog. See that that's that's the kind of stuff you want to hear. Tyree Kill was asked about life without uh, Sammy Watkins and other receivers stepping up. I mean, it's definitely going to be tough, you know. But um, I definitely feel like as the season go on, you know, guys will guys will begin to feel that void, you know, um, that um, Sammy, you know, was feeling. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely. I mean, having Pat, having Kelsey, you know, having a great offensive line definitely helps. You know, because um, you got other guys to mentor to um, to um, mentor those guys. So, I mean, McCole has played, D. Rob has played. You know, in Super Bowls, Pringle. So, I mean, I feel like, I mean, we're gonna be all right. Like we've been playing football our whole entire lives, so it's nothing new for us. You know? Yeah, you get Byron Pringle stepping up. I mean, there's respect there from it. Sammy Watkins gone. McCole Hardman, time to step up. He had time to step up too when he was hurt. Right? Didn't quite do it. Byron Pringle did. I feel Byron Pringle really challenged these receivers. I do. I believe he really provided some um, some challenge to these receivers. But there's one receiver that's kind of got our attention. Maybe he slipped in the draft. He's hardworking. Sounds like Tyreek Hill already has one young wide receiver under his wings. Yeah, he's definitely a smart kid. Cornell Powell. Um, I mean, me and him um, got similar things going for, for us. Uh, he was drafted in the fifth round. I was drafted in the fifth round. So... You know, um, I um, I had a conversation with him, you know, telling him that, you know, when you come in, like, um, if you want to play on this team, like, it's a certain mindset. You know, like, we all believe that, you know, we can dominate and be the best group in the in the league. You know, so he's he's definitely coming into a, a tough group, you know, who loves to compete and um, who loves to challenge each other. So, I mean, he's been looking sharp so far. You know, um, good, tough catcher, big hands, you know, um, silky in his routes. So, he looks good so far. Talking about Cornell Powell, a lot of people have been talking about him, had a couple touchdowns in the semifinals this year for Clemson. He never transferred, which was good for him because he was you know, behind guys like T. Higgins. You know, he had to sit and wait his turn to be the guy. Mari Rogers had to wait at Clemson. When everybody else was transferring, he didn't. Like Cornell Powell stayed right there at Clemson. He had Debo Sweeney for five years. Now he's got Andy Reid. And he's fifth-round pick. Tyree Kill's a fifth-round pick, and Tyree Kill's kind of taking him under his wings. Now, he was asked about the wide receiver crew at general – and makes a comment about the twenty and L. I mean, I me me personally, I don't I don't think like that. You know, I just I just live in the moment. You know, I, I just live for now. You know, so I just enjoy what we got now. You know, so and that's the group of guys that we got around us. You know, of course, Sammy, Eric, and all those other guys are going to be missed, but we got to look for it. You know, we got to look for the future, and the future is what Patrick Mahomes said, which is twenty and O. So that's what we aiming for. I like that, man. I like that. The team is gripping on the A. That's what he said. He brought it, they brought it up twice today, the 20 now. He didn't guarantee it. He was just saying what the goals were. Which goals, if, if a guy says our goal is the Super Bowl, I'm buying it, right? I like that. You should have that. It. You should have that. That should be your mindset in every single season you go into, you know, buying into it. Why wouldn't the goal be to be like 20 and 0? Should be. I don't know why people were upset with that. Never, they weren't. I mean, I don't think so. Around here, they weren't because they no understood way. what he was saying. I mean, they quickly deflated it. Hey, he was just talking about goals here. I mean, he was in the he was in the Coors Light chill zone, man. He was chilled out. He was in Hawaii. He was going to say stuff. I would have said the same thing. You know, your goal is not to lose. What's wrong with that? 
That's what your goal should be. That's all he meant. But the players that take it as mantra, hey, let's win every single game, which they can't. But again, get through the five games. Cleveland is is out there. Like Cleveland is somewhat of an issue. And do you see Cleveland's the second best team in the AFC? I do. Seriously. I do. I do. And I'll explain next. Bink at night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Welcome back to Big and I, Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. Grant, you asked me if I think Cleveland is the second best team. Now, keep in mind, this has been my mindset for months. You know that. Not I'm has. not jumping on this this bandwagon like other you know people are doing. It's not the Chargers, in my opinion. They actually won a playoff game. Different. They had the coach of the year. Different. What also separates them the Chargers? They had three All Pro, not Pro Bowlers, All Pro offensive linemen. And they had Jedrick Wills made the All Rookie Team. Good line. Javion Clowney compared the defensive line with Tack McKinley added to it to what the 49ers had a couple years ago. The Chiefs beat in the Super Bowl. A Super Bowl I will rewatch. I'll fast forward, but I will rewatch it. I just want to see Wasp, man. We got time to run Wasp. Hell, he's gonna have a lot of time to run Wasp. He's gonna have ample time to run it. Of course, Travis Kelsey made comments, right? He was in Cleveland at a clinic and they asked him, he says, I think the Browns are an upcoming team. I think the Browns, and that sparked some people talking about the Browns, right? Peter Schrager, NFL Network, talked about that. It's an amazing thing to come from Kelsey, who, of course, has Ohio roots. But for him to kind of cede to them and saying, hey, we're right there with you, it's almost like he's setting them up for this so that there isn't the eventual, wow, are the Browns? Kelsey's right, though. There is no flaw in this Browns team. It's not the Browns circus from years ago. And suddenly, they are as well-rounded a squad as it comes. And I look to the top, and I don't look at it as from Baker on down. I look at it from the coaching staff on down. Kevin Stefanski is the NFL's coach of the year, but he brought in accountability. He brought a disciplinarian factor that doesn't have to be from such a didactic standpoint where it's, okay, here we are, it's draconian old coach. No, it's a 38-year-old coach who says, let's respect each other. I feel like the Browns are as loaded a team right now with the coach of the year and with some of the most fiery offensive players in the entire league. They can go right up against it with the Chiefs. And last year, they had playoff experience. They went into Pittsburgh and they won. So it's not going to be this, aw, shucks, what, where are we kind of deal. And took the Chiefs right down to the wire last year. If it wasn't for the Chad Henney 13-yard first down conversion, who knows what happens and then goes from there. So I know it sounds crazy. Uh, and, and you guys might argue with me, Kyle, Nate, I'm not sure what your take is on this. On paper, I feel like the Browns and Chiefs are neck and neck in the AFC. And these might be my two teams to pick in the AFC championship round. Bills fans, I know you're going to be upset to hear that. Browns, they got a lot better this offseason. 
All right, they, they played the Chiefs close, but again, Mahomes left 744, left in the third quarter. It was any time. I do believe by winning a playoff game, they took a step. Yes, look at their schedule, but they played the schedule that was in front of them. Travis Kelsey was asked about his Browns comments, which I found he's just giving respect to other teams, right? No Baltimore material, just giving respect. Well, I mean, we we I grew up li- uh, living in the uh, any given Sunday world, man. Any team can beat you, right? I mean, I remember, uh, I think it was 2015 or 14, I forget which year it was, but the Raiders were, they hadn't had a win on their on their schedule or they hadn't had a win on their, in their season yet. And we went into Oakland on a Thursday night and, and took a L to a team that had, that was winless. And um, I'm not saying that they're the Raiders by any means. I just think that, you know, the Browns have done a, a great job of, you know, getting that uh, organization back to, you know, a very respectable, very, you know, competitive team. And um, with that, I mean, you got to take every, you got to respect everybody. And you just got to, Got to give everybody your best shot. And um, we're definitely not taking the Browns light, that's for sure. See, Miles Garrett was the other way around, remember? He said, we'll show them we got, something like that, because he was asked. He was one of the few. They had like 40 guys missing from OTA. Miles Garrett had said that. I'm good with that. I I had two games I wanted to be game one, Cleveland or Buffalo. But I think Cleveland took more steps forward than Buffalo. They have a better line. They got a better running game. At this point, I do believe well, they, they have a better defense. Hell, I think Indy does. Indy doesn't have the quarterback. Listen, Mayfield. I was about to say, does Cleveland have the quarterback, though? Mayfield. This is the guy who's leading the second-best team in the AFC West? Mayfield has deficiencies. There's no way. There's no way to, other way to look at it. But he's good at play action. And when you have that running game and that offensive line, you can do that. Like him, he can be serviceable. Remember last year, Phillip Rivers? Didn't have much left. He's coaching 4A in Alabama now. They got the most out of Phillip Rivers and Indy because of the offensive line. I do believe Cleveland has the best offensive line in the AFC. I do believe, listen to the defense, man. 50% of the Rams' number one secondary is now a member of the Cleveland Browns. And they drafted corner in the first round. And they had to attack McKinley. No, I don't even care about Jadavian Clowney. But you do have to, you know, you do have to take him somewhat seriously. Especially on the other side of Miles Garrett. If Miles Garrett gets all the attention, he's gonna eat. You're not wrong. The team is good. I'm just if it's Baker Mayfield leading that Browns team out of the out of the tunnel, I'm just not that concerned, is all. Listen, Baker Mayfield, okay. Two years ago, you would have been more concerned than last year. But quarterbacks can get by. Now they need some work. You better have something else that's that's high grade, which is that running game. Not in the playoffs, they can't. Again, Mahomes got hurt. It became different. They did win a playoff game. Again, with that running game, a solid defense, a great offensive line, you can be dangerous. Yes, Baker Mayfield, six of his last nine games, did not go over 200 yards. But he didn't have to. I'd love to see it. When you have Chubb and Kareem Hunt to turn around and hand the ball off to with that offensive line, like, their defense is good, too. Like, I think they took more steps than Buffalo, than Indy. The Ravens, when they gave up Orlando Brown, that was like waving the white flag. Shouldn't I mean, I love Rashad Bateman being drafted and Tylen Wallace and Ed and Sammy Watkins. You know, hell, if Sammy just plays half the games, I still like their wide receiver core better now from what they did in the draft. Cleveland took more steps than they did. Again, Grant, teams are sitting around waiting. They want to be the best, man. You're probably right. You're That's probably what, right. I just want just prove it first. Everyone's just saying crowning the Browns here is this top tier team. What do you need to do to stop Mahomes? Add defense. They did. They got a lot of defense. They have a top ten defense now. They're 17th last year. They're a top ten defense this year. 
plus they boast the best offensive line. You can get by with a serviceable quarterback to some point. Now, are you going to win a Super Bowl? You better be elite. You better be elite. That's what the Ravens had to show. They won a Super Bowl with their defense, but it was elite. And probably the best we've ever seen. No offense, 85 Bears, but that 2000 Ravens team is a great defense. That won games where you could have a Trent Telford and a Tony Banks win a Super Bowl. I'm not saying that, but I think offensively they're better. Because that running game, like Baltimore's, is no joke. The running game of Cleveland, the play-action passing, can be problems for teams. When you have that offensive line, three all-pros now, could be four with Jedrick Wills. We'll see how he goes. Was drafted the first round out of Bama, all-rookie team last year. I love what they've done on the offensive line. And you have those running backs behind you, you got to take them seriously. That's why, of all teams, it'd either be Buffalo or Cleveland play them in week one. Give Andy Reid all that time since May 12th. He needed the schedule probably May 11th. All that time to prepare for Cleveland. It's perfect. Because I, I consider Cleveland a real threat to the Kansas City Chiefs. But you have a chance, five weeks in the season, to put nails in all these coffins, right? All these hopes and dreams and just crush them. If they run the table and are 5-0 at the beginning of the season, look out. Because they'll have beaten Cleveland, Baltimore, and Buffalo. And Baltimore still can't find a way to beat Mahomes. Lamar Jackson's 0-3 versus him. Mahomes averages over 370 yards passing. He's got nine touchdowns, one pick against the Ravens. They have to find a way to use their words, their kryptonite, the Kansas City Chiefs. And Buffalo lost twice to the Chiefs last year. Indy beat the Chiefs the last time they played them. And the Chiefs beat the Browns in the playoffs with a backup quarterback. They did. Yeah. They did. But that's the way the game is. But, but again, they won a playoff game. So they had the coach of the year. That's why I respect them more than I do the Chargers. People are loving the Chargers now and Justin Herbert. But again, you're pairing quarterback with a defensive coordinator of one year. That's what they got. That's why I can't take him seriously in this division. But you're not giving bulletin board material like Cleveland is. Because Cleveland is all about the bulletin board material. You know? They're just not excited to get into the playoffs. They want more. They want more and more. Do the Cleveland Browns. And we'll see if they have it. We'll see if they do it. I, I just think there's a lot going on with Cleveland at this point. That I don't know if I, I think I'm buying into them more than other teams. Because this was a team that couldn't win a playoff game since Bill Belichick. Which, by the way, that's got to be on his mantle, too. The way that he actually took Cleveland to a playoff win, right? Then they just went downhill. They went to funk, came back. Quarterback's been a crapshoot. With they that were team. a joke for 20 years after they came back. Do you consider them a joke anymore? No, I do not. They're a good football team. They're probably one of the better teams in the AFC, but prove it to me in the playoffs. Well, it's better than what Miles Garrett said, right? He was asked about this question at OTAs. Miles, um, of course, you suffered through an 0-16 season, and now the team is a Super Bowl contender. I'm wondering, when you see that the Chiefs have such a large attendance at their OTAs, do you feel the Browns are falling behind? And a two-time AFC champion? Not at all. I'm glad they, they have attendance, but and just because they're getting, getting work at you know, their facility doesn't mean we're not working just because we're, we're away. Our defense is getting work. I got you know working on their craft just away from home. Uh, we have that freedom and that liberty. And you know, you know, when we get to game one, we'll see who, who has been gelling better and who's who, who's got the, the upper hand. See, that's bold to poor material. That's stuff you put up. 
right? Chiefs aren't going to play that game. Speaking of playing that game, how about Derek Carr saying he'll retire if he can't play for the Raiders? I love this stuff. We'll talk about that next. Bing at night. Where can you find steel, aluminum, brass, and stainless, and occasionally random stuff in the back? The Foot. Who has an extensive line of Blue Demon welding supplies, filler, rods, and wire? The Foot. Who is KC's and Topeka's only stocking dealer for Fronius professional welding equipment? The Foot. Who is KC's and Topeka's only Fronius authorized service and repair center? The Foot. Where can you go to take a Fronius welder for a test drive? The Foot. Where can you find Colossus, your friendly neighborhood robot? The Foot. Just like Colossus. Metal by the Foot stands tall and ready to help both pro and DIY warriors with their metal needs. For over 35 years, Metal by the Foot has continued to up their game by providing you with the convenience and selection of metals you have come to expect. Discover new and unique quality products to take your project and skills to the next level. Get instant pricing on most items at MetalByTheFoot.com. That's MetalByTheFoot.com. When you need a piece of metal, remember, metal doesn't have to cost an arm or a leg, just the foot. Diamonds Direct celebrates the summer of 2021 with a spectacular offer that everyone's loving right now. Five years, zero interest financing on anything and everything. Upgrade her diamond now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Go ahead, splurge on that designer necklace or those diamond earrings. It's easy with this amazing offer. Pick any item, divide the price by 60, and that's your monthly payment. And no down payment is required. You can even finance the sales tax. People are driving for hours to take advantage of this. You get the unbeatable price Diamonds Direct is famous for, and you spread your payments over five whole years. Imagine a $12,000 designer engagement ring or diamond tennis bracelet, just $200 a month. It's the smartest and easiest way to buy. And doesn't she deserve it? After all that's happened in the last year, don't miss this incredible opportunity. Five years, zero interest financing, now for a limited time. Only at Diamonds Direct. On a proof pad. At 119th and Rowe. At Big Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep, they pride themselves on value, selection, and a commitment to be the best. That's why I'm excited to represent Jeff Briggs and the Victory Team this season. It's Whit Merrifield, and I know hard work and teamwork go hand-in-hand to provide customers the best resources and pricing. Ram Bighorn Crew Cabs, Jeep Gladiators, Dodge Journeys, and much more. The lowest overhead, best selection, and best service. Win with Victory. Go to VictoryChryslerDodgeJeepRam.com or visit them at the Legends. Pull into churches today and experience a true original. Bourbon Black Pepper Smokehouse Chicken is back. Peppered and kissed with our bourbon glaze. Only at churches. Only five bucks. Churches bringing that down home flavor. Offer valid at participating locations. Okay, three dozen by tomorrow morning. Yeah, the roses and Faraz's the flower the shop is blooming. To keep up with high demand, he must strengthen his business's roots. Uh, just, just one second. Faraz's flowers. Uh, hold, please. Hi, how are you doing? Welcome to Faraz's. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. The Wendy's restaurant in your area has issued a major bag alert. Bag alert, major bag alert. The bacon bag double stack alert. is back in the biggie bag with fries, nugs, and a drink, all for just five bucks. The following are to be expected. Joy, disbelief, inability to think about anything else. This deal is effective immediately, and it's only at Wendy's. Major bag alert. Bag, bag alert. Major bag. Biggie bag includes four-piece nuggets, small fry, and small drink. U.S. price and participation may vary. 
Pull into churches today and experience a true original. Bourbon Black Pepper Smokehouse Chicken is back. Peppered and kissed with our bourbon glaze. Only at churches, only five bucks. Churches, bringing that down home flavor. Offer valid at participating locations. Catch the Whit Merrifield Show, Mondays at 11 with Cody and Gold, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Big at Night, final segment, J.B. Inkley, Grant Nicholson. Grant, while you're worried about your car, it's weird about my stomach. I haven't eaten dinner or lunch today. I was watching the Royals, and I heard the major bag alert, you know? I'm kind of having a major How are you bag operating? Alert. Just energy drinks and the way it's big. Yeah. chew? Yes, yes. 100%. That's how you operate every other day. Why is today any different? I don't know. I, I'm not like quite like Lance. I'm trying to lose some weight, right? Skipping lunch and dinner is not smart. I get it. I need some protein, man. Protein shake or something, right? Man can't live on Sounds bangs like in Copenhagen meal. alone, can he? A protein shake? Sounds like you need a meal. Like a sandwich or something. Carrots? I don't know. Hell, I'm not eating carrots. Peppers. <laughs> I love those. A well-balanced meal. I like peppers. I don't have any, though. I'm definitely not making a quesadilla because last time I tried, it was terrible. Damn near caught the apartment on fire. Seriously. It was that bad. With a quesadilla? You almost yeah. caught the apartment on fire? Yeah, I went, went a little too far with it. A little too far. Don't laugh. You're not exactly Bobby Flay. No, I'm not even close, but I'm not lighting anything on fire with the quesadilla. Well, you know what? I tried and I failed. Something I wanted to get better at during quarantine was cooking, which did not happen. I did shave a couple seconds off my beer chugging, you know? Which, which, you know, you, you you fought me quite admirably, to be honest with you. You were the only one. I give you a I beat respect. you. Uh, and, you, and no, I beat you, and then you the decided video. to hide the video. Video doesn't lie. It shows me beating you. No way. The video shows me I beating you. I beat you, and you were so embarrassed. You, you no. Told, yeah, you I told the no producer. You told the production it's guys. It's on video. I beat you. No. Did I or did I not beat you on video? I beat you. I beat you, you the first the time. We did two. We, we can't. We couldn't decide whose glass hit first because I was the stupid one that had the thing. I beat you by like a full second. Yeah. No. Come on, man. I beat everybody at the station, including you. Derek Carr was talking out of his rear end. <laughs> I love this stuff, man. I would quit football if I could to play for somebody else. No, you wouldn't. I, I'm of the mindset. I'm that old school mentality. I'm playing for one team, and that's it. You know, I, I give whether we've won enough or not. You know, I, I literally give every bit of energy and effort that I can. Um, to this to this organization and when I when I sign a contract I you know I I completely uh, in my mind have to fulfill that you know there's you know I I committed to that I I put my name on paper I I committed to that and uh, you know that's just how I was raised so uh, again I'm from Fresno California you know born in Fresno I my dad was, you know, worked in the car business. My mom helped it, you know, substitute, uh, you know, teaching and all different kinds of stuff at the church and all that kind of stuff. So we didn't have a whole bunch of stuff growing up, so I don't need much, you know. And so uh, for me, it's more about loyalty. It's more about um, being the same guy every single day. You know, I, my goal, Josh, was when I got here to, you know, give everything I have to this organization. Um, let our fans know I'm, I'm giving it all that I have, and I will always continue to do that on, on season, off season. And, uh, and whether the situation is great or not, I, that's okay. People can say whatever they want. I know what I've put on film. I know the things that I've been able to accomplish. 
and I still want more. There's still more, and I want to <laughs> do it here. I don't want to do it anywhere else. I've said it over and over again. I, 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 I'd probably quit football if I had to play for somebody else. You know, I, I am a Raider for my entire life. I'm going to root for one team for the rest of my life, and uh, it's the Raiders. So um, I, I just feel that so strong in my heart. You know, I don't need a perfect situation. Right there, you know, Grant, the heart. That. I don't need I don't need a perfect situation to make Get things. a tat then. Right. I, I, I kind of – I think we can all agree that if, if we Put were right able to pull it off and win a championship here, that, that would feel much better just piling a whole bunch of great players together and figuring – joining up and doing it that way. I think it would be much more special. Yeah. And uh, it'd feel probably a little bit better from what yeah. we've been through uh, to where I think we're going. I think it'd feel – I just think His personally that would be a cooler story for my life. Man. And for other people, they want to do other things. That's great. That's – up to them but for me i'd rather i'd rather go down with the ship you know what i'm saying yeah. if i have to you know yeah. that's just my person and i'm sure your, your brother that was drafted in the first round didn't give the family he any might money. be going down with the ship you know what he though not... he's saying this now but when he ends up with like buffalo like trubisky did is he still going to be rooting for the raiders <laughs> i find that comical man the rest of the afc you're six for the chiefs in a row by the way thanks to ron cobb arrowheadpride.com for joining us Thanks to Grant's dad for getting me here on time. Thanks to Grant Nicholson for producing a great show. I'm much appreciated, buddy. And I appreciate your dad getting you here. Regardless, we'll talk more tomorrow night. Royals off. See you then. Big at night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.